Welcome to the Creative Marriage Podcast. I'm so excited on the EXO Podcast Network. I'm Ed Young, and my better half is to my right, Lisa Young. Lisa, we are so excited about excited. this because there's so many facets to marriage, and we often don't put creativity with marriage. Um, and we're going to just break that down and share about it. Because a lot of people think, okay, creative marriage, you mean, how can you bring those two together? Because a lot of times we think, I'm not creative, I'm boring, creativity is for someone else. However, it's, it's the artist or the yeah, yeah, or the... but it's but it's for all of us because we're all creative geniuses made in the image of our creative creator, and I would say creativity is romance, and romance is creativity. That's what as I would far say. as marriage goes. Yeah. but we um, Ed and I just love talking about the creative sides of marriage because most people don't equate the two together. That's true. And um, but you first have to lay the foundation for creativity in the Christian life, in the individual life yeah. before you bring it to the marriage, wouldn't you say? Yeah, because when you think about creativity, as I said just a second ago, I alluded to it, God created us in his image, so we're creative. So to say, I'm not creative, that's like, uh, that that's weak in God's ears. Yeah, it's that, kind of a diss to God's yeah, creative is. order. So, so everyone's creative. And I like to say it this way, God created it. God made it. He invented it. Jesus modeled it. And then here's the good part. Well, those first two are great parts too. People desperately need it. Creativity. And it doesn't take these massive changes to be creative. Mm -hmm. Small tweaks so often take you to giant peaks. And the Holy Spirit gives you the yes. octane, if you will, the power to bring creativity in every yeah. aspect of our lives. But when it comes to marriage, so often we start with creativity, but we let it kind of go to yeah, the wayside. Yeah, we get a creative cramp. We let it go yeah, to the wayside. Like in dating, um, you come up with your best ideas Back in the day when guys actually asked girls out, I don't know, maybe now girls yeah, ask a lot of, of guys yeah, out. That's yeah. how Ed and I were. Yeah, you know, it's kind of different. Today. He called me and um, for the first time, and that's where our, our kind of conversation began. Yeah, and we began. met when we were, I was 14 and a half. Lisa was 15, so I went after an older woman. Yeah, I'm a cougar by three months. That's right. We, we met in church. Yes, yes. I mean, we believe that's the best place to meet. Obviously, um, you know, we go to church and are part of the community of church for many reasons, but it's a social aspect. And not only now that we're married, we have met our best friends in church, but it's a great place for singles to find that person who God um, will join their hearts with, and then they can begin that married life. And so that's how it happened for Ed and I. We met in Sunday school. Uh, Which is kind of like a... Youth Bible, group, Bible, yeah, Bible study, study kind of class, thing. and that's where our romance began. And we're not recommending it for for anyone. I mean that that's a yeah. I mean that's sort of an anomaly. It happens sometimes, it is. but it is most you, of the time you're a little bit older when you meet. Yeah, but you did tell me uh, when we were sophomores in high school that you were going Prophecy. to marry me. <laughs> you were going to marry me, and I I looked at you and I said. I think that's awesome. That was true prophecy. But I it have happened. I have some things I'd like to accomplish before we do get. Yeah, married. you were against it. You were like, "No, I want to, I want to be a flight attendant and travel the world." But I reminded I you, pursued you. Yeah, 
You know, try to be creative. And, and actually, look what actually, um, as time went on, I reminded you of what you had said when we were That's sophomores true. in yeah. high school. And I said, you know, I'm kind of putting that whole flight attendant thing to the side and maybe we could start our married life now. So, And that that is so true, though. When, when you're dating and everything, you are creative. You have to bring your best game to the relationship. You smell good. You dress good. You look good. And you do... Unique things and special things. You and work on the attraction. Yes, you work the on it so, so hard. The attraction physically, yes. but also the attraction creatively, uh-huh. like date nights and all of those things, you know, that that you put forth energy into so that you are appealing to mm-hmm. the other person. And as I said earlier, you know, we often, once we go down that wedding runner, we think that... uh you know, our dating life. Well, I think women think that the dating life is just going to go to a new level. A whole nother, a whole nother level. level. But it often just kind of gets a little stagnant. It does. I think what can happen is, I, I read this years ago, when, when people get married, the, the wife is especially thinking, okay, romance is getting ready to go to the H&L, a whole nother level, one of my favorite sayings. And the man is thinking, all right, I have got to produce. I have got. I've got to make some money. I've got to, you know, chase the career and do that. And nowadays, it's yeah. the same thing and, with women. And, and all, women often. are, you know, working or whatever. So, so a slow drift after you throw in a couple of kids can take place, and all of a sudden you're over there, and she's way over there, and that's when things can get rocky and. So often, and the energy that yeah, the, we have to spend on work or yeah. on our children, on their projects yes. at school, on yeah. all of those things, it causes us to forget about the main thing, which is the marriage and the energy that we need to put into the creative side of that. And guys, you know, I was guilty of this as well. You know, you get married and you like have this ceremony where you retire your courting clothes, your creativity close your jersey and it's maybe hanging from the rafter in the family room yeah ed Ed and i went to hey see that i used to really be creative i used to really be romantic back in the day but now i just sit around you know watch tv and you know do what my wife tells me to do kind of we went to a basketball game recently and inevitably when you go to the college gymnasium or maybe even high school gymnasiums you'll see the jerseys of great players hanging from the rafters they've retired the number Mm -hmm. and those great players had so many um, great moments in that gymnasium they were winners for the team and yet now their jerseys are hanging and maybe they don't play quite as often and that's what happens in marriage and in creativity in your dating life you're just you're doing so many winning things for your relationship and then all of a sudden you think oh i'm done i'm retired and we need to make sure that we're not we never retire the jersey we always keep our marriages fresh and exciting and creative hang the jersey from the rafters and then we just hang out Uh, that's good Oh, it's not good, but that's a good analogy. And you know what? The, the, the Bible tells us, Lisa, that, that well, it tells husbands, it uses double the amount of real estate telling husbands to love their wives as opposed to wives loving their husbands. So, and this is hard for me, think- it's hard for any guy. We have to take the 
initiative in some of this stuff. So that, a lot of this stuff. That's a heavy burden yes, to is. place on the the husband, and yet the husband is called to be the leader in the relationship. Yes. So God is just setting forth, you know, the mandate, if you will, to lead out in this area, be creative and and just take it to that next level. Okay, and, and like be creative. I know a lot of people are going, what does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that smell like? When you talk about creativity, it's not in and romance, it's not as much about an event as it is about the environment. Oh, that's great. In your home, create, there's that word, that create, the environment. um, Create means to change things up a bit and make an environment where change is in process, change is in play. I am a creature of habit, and I think most people are. I get comfortable. I have, you know, just... And it's good to have, you know, some habits and things. And Yeah, and, and, but, but when the habits become routine and mundane and they uh, squelch the creativity, that's where you need to look at how your home is set up. You have how to be comfortably uncomfortable. In how your marriage, that? yeah. Comfortably be- uncomfortable in your marriage. We're comforted by Christ, but we should be uncomfortable for him because marriage is the only relationship that's analogous to Christ's relationship, God's relationship with his people. That's right. That's right. So bringing creativity in takes work. It takes a thought process. In our book, book, The Creative Marriage, we talk about something called the MWE, the marital work ethic. Yes, it takes work. And we'll talk about that in some other podcasts. Yes, we will. But when you put forth the effort and the energy, um, your your marriage can see growth. Mm-hmm. It can see a passion that continues throughout the years. Ed and I have gone through many phases and stages of our marriage and times where it was easy to be creative and other times where it was more challenging. But I can tell you that when you put forth the energy and the effort and you think creatively, do you find yourselves ever, like I do, um, not putting thought into our relationship as much, Mm -hmm. just assuming that things are going to flow and go well? And anything that we do in life, whether it's business or parenting, um, whatever it is, to put thought into it means that we're going to see a different result. And so we're just challenging everyone, all the couples, to think creative, creatively, yeah. to think outside the box, if you will. That's really is, kind of what creativity is. We, we find ourselves, if you just take a step back, being so creative and innovative in so many other things, whether it's child-rearing challenges, whether it's some project or deal at work, whether it's, you know, I'm going hunting, fishing, or playing golf. We have creative solutions to a lot of things, but then when it comes to marriage, it's like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I would equate that too. Like, you and I both enjoy fishing. Um, yeah, like- you know, fishing is a biblical sport. If and- it has fins and scales... I'll chase it. And God was really good to us when he blessed Ed, a fisherman, with a wife who enjoys fishing That's as right. well. That and it's was... not like you go with me every time. I don't want no, people no, to no, think no. that no. but it, you we... like dress in camo and fishing shirts not always but i will i know you will will. because that's going to be one of the things we talk about too in the future uh podcast is just how important it is to have a common recreation together and i thought that was sex (laughs) 
can be, but yeah, can be, a yeah. lot of times there are other things yeah. that can help lead to that point. But anyway, um, we enjoy fishing and we also enjoy going like to Cabela's or to some of the stores that specialize in those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe outfitters, if you will. And they sell all these different types of lures and you're always adding to your tackle box. Don't That's you think? true. You are always adding to the tackle box. I haven't added to the tackle box today. I know. See, it's very easy to add to the tackle box, but perhaps we need to start thinking about how to add to the tackle box some new and fresh lures oh, that's good. to oh. uh, to catch the fish. Yeah. And, and we're constantly catching one another. We are, because someone told me a long time ago, what you use to catch her is what you use to keep her. And what you use to catch him is what you use... To, to keep, keep him. him. That's right. So the, you know, you know, the Bible says it says something to husbands. It says husbands in Ephesians. It says husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. I like that phrase, as Christ. So guys, we need to get our as in gear, as, as Christ, as Christ. That's good. But the girls do too. Yes. The wives do too. And um, a lot of thought, a lot of energy, a lot of time needs to go into that. So perhaps we need to uh, reevaluate our commitments, our our priorities, and what are we doing in our marriages to think about creativity? What can we do today that we weren't doing yesterday or that we were doing yesterday and we can do it today differently in our relationship? Because Because it's about making your relationship grow. And people talk about romance, romance, romance. Romance is creativity. Creativity is romance, as I said earlier. So creativity is stopping something and starting something else. It's the God-given ability, I believe, to change and to, and to evolve and to morph. So we're, we're constantly doing that, yet we have to have that relational focus when we do it. So, so don't, I'm not saying waste your creativity, But don't give all of your creative juices to something else and forget the marriage. So, Lisa, that's good. Creativity. We'll talk more and more about it in the the ensuing podcast. I know. I love it. I do, too. Creative marriages. Creative marriage. The creative marriages on this incredible EXO podcast platform. You, too. I'm telling you, can have a creative marriage.